Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Bot First Coffee Wake Up Call, the podcast where the message that is needed comes through when it is needed. With how much our world is changing so rapidly and intensely, we are going to learn together how to adapt and improvise and overcome as we move through it all. I'm your host, Kelly Greeno, aka the Oracle in a Hoodie. Let's get to it. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. If you are watching this on the day that I'm, excuse me, goodness, actually recording it, but I hope you're having a fantastic day no matter what day it is. If you are watching on YouTube, Facebook, IGTV, awesome, welcome, hi, and the podcast is also where I'm uploading the audio versions. Uh, I know we all like to listen in different ways, so I try to cover all the platforms so everybody has a chance to ingest something in a way that feels best to them for what they're doing right now. Uh, Today I'm actually not in a hoodie. (laughs) I know my branding is Oracle in a hoodie, Um, but I'm not in a hoodie today. I'm actually in a bikini outside in hat, sunglasses, enjoying this beautifully gorgeous morning. And really, that's still totally on brand because the whole point of using the name and the title of Oracle in a Hoodie to me uh, was about, like, this is just me every day. I got tired of feeling the pressure of, I have to put on makeup and I need to dress up and I need to look nice and I need to have these earrings and, like, this whole conditioned, presentable, professional type of story that was in my head that I had to do if I was going to create content and put stuff out there and... I realized that's not going to work for me because it doesn't feel great. (laughs) It's not going to feel good to me to have to put that kind of pressure on myself. So uh, Oracle and Hoodie was actually born a little bit as a a joke. It's a humbling joke to myself. I use the term Oracle to remind myself that um, I don't have all the answers. I know a lot. I'm educated. I'm very helpful. But I'm I'm not here for everyone. I don't have to know everything. I don't have to figure it all out. But also to take a lot of pressure off of myself and just be more of me. And in the summertime, those of you that have been around for a while, being outside and in the sun in very little clothing is very much on brand. And hoodies do come out in the evening when it cools down, but I don't want to do live videos later. So tangent for the day about why I'm not in a hoodie. But I feel like that's important sort of to to get out there more of where that came from anyways. I've, I've never done an official announcement or story about where Oracle and a hoodie came from. So bonus little story for y'all. Today I want to talk about communication. Um, I'm getting ready to launch my program Axiom again for the second time. Um, I launched it about seven or eight weeks ago and took a couple clients through um, and we focused a lot on relationship and uh, one was a physical relationship with spouse was um, like with another person and the other one is we're still going because she started a little bit later but it's her relationship with her business and her purpose and um, moving herself forward and a lot of what I found myself talking about has been focused on communication and uh, last night I was kind of mulling over like oh it's Tuesday I'm, I'm gonna be doing a live video tomorrow what do I feel the most called to talk about what's really been present and coming through and I have a couple of different things that I've journaled about and um, my daughter actually asked me to sit with her on the roof yesterday which we do every now and then and just kind of our thing um, and we ended up talking about communication 
she's 13, so we were talking about some of the, the things that my husband and I have been through with our communication, communication with friends, um, and just how, how important it is to talk about it. Not just talk about communication, but talk about the shit going on in your world and in your life and how to do that and what to really, I don't think we're ever taught, um, taught much about communication in school and emotional intelligence. And I think they're super important. We're seeing it more come out in some schools and more in some areas than others. But so I just want to drop a few things that I know have come up multiple times in the past couple of weeks about communication that I think are really monumental. They're very simple, but they're really the game-changing pieces that I have found that communication has uh, totally changed in my marriage and in my life uh, because of these main understanding pieces. It was a perspective shift, right? And that's, that's really what I appreciate the most is when my perspective may change on something and it improves what I'm experiencing. So uh, the first thing is to really look at communication uh, it's a visual to me that is, I have, you know, one person standing here, one person standing across from me. And a lot of times the way communication seems to work is somebody drops a boulder in the middle of the two of us, right? It gets dropped in the middle and then it sits there and it's heavy and it's a block and it's uncomfortable and it's weird. And we have to try and maneuver around it. And, and the, the boulder just sits there. And then the conversation sort of ends or you know you end up in an argument uh and it, it you're it's still an issue right even like a couple of days later it still is like I'm still holding a grudge or I feel grumpy or I feel shitty or I'm still hurt or we still don't know and what I found myself saying the other day to a client of mine was the intention of communication is to create a movement and space until clarity is reached that's really what communication is about because we do, we drop these things on a table, we drop a rock, we drop a boulder and communication is meant to be something that allows movement and space to happen until we find that point of clarity between the two of you. So it really is sort of like the image in my head is like erosion of, of a rock, you know, with wind and water going around it until it has dissolved in this tiny little pebble and it's no longer a thing. It's no longer an issue. We're both clear. We can see each other clearly. We are, our lines are meeting clearly because what happens is people communicate very differently and we each have our own filter that we receive shit through. And we also have a filter that we give stuff through. Like, so there's my filters are working with or against your filters and communication allows us the opportunity, like verbal communication, even if it's sign language, right? Of some kind, it is the um, most intentional conversation where you have to focus and listen and pay attention. They, it's, it's this opportunity to really let both people see and meet in a totally different way. So I hear a lot of people in their relationships with their spouses and, and partners that it's like, we're not connected. Like that was kind of why uh, there's a disconnect. We're not connecting enough. We don't, we're not, um, we're not on the same page. We don't spend time together. We don't. And it was like, yeah, but are you talking about it? Are you saying anything? Is your partner saying anything? And usually the answer is no. (laughs) So I found myself in this space of really looking at what is it about communication that feels so difficult? And it is our filters 
It's our own filters that make communication so hard because we have this whole story running behind the conversation and in the background that we're having, we're trying to have this conversation with somebody out front, but there's this background noise and this background story running through our head the whole time, and that's our filter. So the example that I gave uh, to my daughter last night was communication and creating that movement is about going back and forth until that boulder has been reduced to a tiny pebble and there's no longer this issue, until the lines are clear and you have met together. And going back and forth means repeating each other. Because what means what something means to me is going to mean something different to you. Because when I receive words that you have said out of your mouth, I make them mean something. Because that's what we do. Humans are meaning-making machines. So I hear these words and they mean something to me. But what they mean to me might not be what they meant to you when you said them. So the job of communication, of real good, communi- of connected communication is to, we have to create that connection. We have to allow that movement back and forth to uh, kind of, you know, dig a trench or clear out a wire or remove the boulder that's in the way, remove the blockage, clearing the pipe in some ways that allows you to actually hear each other and get on the same page. And it can be something as simple as, what you want for dinner (laughs) or it can be a bigger conversation about what's going on in your marriage and and something that you're struggling with or money um, or things that are going on at work or an argument that you've had and you've been struggling with for a while but the whole point is to keep things going back and forth and I gave the example um, that Andrew and I had had a conversation I think it was last year sometime where he asked me to do something uh but the story in his head, it was one, it was very difficult for him to ask because the story in his head, his filter was that um, he was going to hurt my feelings by asking for this thing. Um, it was going to make me feel bad or feel like he didn't love me or didn't want to be with me and I, w- I would be hurt. So to him, as in an open heart, um, very loving, caring man, that it was like I'd, he would rather struggle and suffer a little bit on his own and sacrifice himself than make me feel uncomfortable and bad and that's something that we've always been working on and talking about together so to have this incident where he finally did ask and I gave him my response which was like was like yeah that's fine I literally said a statement like that simple I was like yeah we can do that that's cool and I I remember we were on a walk and I stopped him and I looked him in the eye and I said can you tell me the words that I just said to you and he he couldn't he couldn't repeat the exact words that I said he tried to repeat the sentiment but in that moment the story that I was hurt and I was feeling rejected even though I was saying I was fine was what was so loud so that was what was coming out it took four times of stopping and standing there in our little side street and saying can you repeat the the exact words that I just said and I'm not angry and I'm not upset about it, and I'm not frustrated about it. It was just trying to create this movement that we could both get on the same page because what I was saying was not what he was hearing, and it was creating this response within him, this reaction that that wasn't where we wanted to be. We were disconnected, right? Our lines weren't meeting. 
And it was so eye-opening and so interesting to experience that in such a literal way. And I see that happen with people all the time. I've watched it happen with my siblings and with friends where one very small miscommunication where one person said something and the other person heard something very different, but they didn't go back and forth to make sure there was an agreement about what was said. They, it just like catapults. It's like an airplane. You change one degree and you're going to end up, you know, in Alaska versus trying to get to Mexico. If you change one degree of your flight plan, that's how miscommunications end up blowing up and becoming issues because people don't take the time to create that movement and space until clarity is found. That's the intention of communication. That's why we communicate to create this movement and space between people until clarity is found. And sometimes it takes longer. And sometimes, especially in the beginning when this is new for you, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of practice. And it's about learning how to ask better questions of some of the other person and learning how to be self-aware enough, right? This is that emotional intelligence piece to be able to acknowledge, oh, that, that makes, I'm feeling a little hurt by that. I'm feeling surprised. I'm feeling disappointed. Um, I'm feeling a little shocked by that. I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Um, being able to voice what you are feeling as a result of the way those words entered your filters is something that we're not taught how to do. And I'm super grateful that I've noticed my son's school is doing, they have once or twice a week, they have, um, a counselor come in and they, they are learning about emotions and what they mean and learning the terms and the knowledges and when they may happen in their lives. And it's been very helpful um, to me as, as someone who has always worked with my kids on that stuff, at looking at what, helping them identify what it is that they're feeling and learning how to communicate it because it is never someone else's job to know how you feel. And it is never someone else's job to make you feel happy or to fix you. It is never someone else's job to know how you feel. We have to learn how to communicate that for ourselves. We need to learn how to use our own voices and speak up and share that. And as women, I see a lot of wounds around feeling rejected um, or fear of being rejected. I I see a lot of sisterhood wounds when it comes to communicating with friends. that we are, we're very much still responding in a way that is just how we've been taught by society and the bitchy, catty, stereotypical responses that women are supposed to have, you know, in boyfriend drama or girlfriend drama or whatever. And we have to learn how to break those patterns and understanding that the intention of communication is to go back and forth, is to create that movement is a total game changer. And if you can learn that at a young age, I think that's going to be something super powerful. If you can learn that now, it's going to be very powerful in creating different dynamics between you and your partners and your spouse and your friends and you and your your business, you and yourself. It's a big game changer between you and yourself. Even the communication between yourself needs to have some movement and space. This is why I've told people for years, like you can't keep it up in your head. You have to let it out in some way. It needs to be... um, I, I like I talk to Andrew's forehead all the time. I think if you've been around for many, many years, you've heard me say that uh, because we need we need to move it because we, our brain can only hold one thought at a time and focus on it. 
and we need to move it in order to feel feel and find out what's behind it and what's underneath it and to get to the good stuff behind it. So understanding that that's what it means to talk about it. That's what it means to communicate. That's what it means to create connection. That movement is what creates connection. That movement is what allows connection to happen. That's what allows clarity to happen. That can be a total game changer for the types of conversations you're having in your life and how productive they are, how many arguments you have. Um, Like Andrew and I just don't have many arguments about things anymore because we have, I can't even remember the last time we had an argument about something, to be honest, Um, because we have worked to be able to create that clarity between us where we just continue to voice things back and forth until we're sure that we're on the same page. And we've gotten very good at developing our emotional intelligence and looking at what do I feel and what do I need? There are times when he will come and ask me like, you're grumpy, what's wrong? And I used to just be bitchy and bratty and petty or give him the silent treatments. And I've gotten, I've developed the ability to be able to say, I am not feeling great. (laughs) I am in an off mood and I don't need to talk about it right now. I don't want to talk about it right now. I need some space. I need, I'm just, I'm going to work through it on my own. I'm processing, I'm feeling something and I need to just go do this or figure this out. And that's a very powerful thing to be able to identify for yourself what you are feeling and to be able to ask for what you need as a result of that. And I think that's something that it takes time and it does is it's something we need to develop, but it, it does help so much in every relationship to be able to speak for what you want and need. And even if you need a minute to figure it out, that's still speaking what you need. I don't know right now. I just need some time. Like I can't, I don't know what I need yet. That's still communicating what you need. Communication is something that you can talk, you can make noises with your mouth. We've been doing that since we were born. But effective or connected communication is a skill that needs to be developed and it needs to be practiced. And it's what develops the space between people where you can feel deeper and safer and where you can develop a relationship the most is through that communication so I have some clients then and women that will come to me and we'll talk about like well I wish my sex life was better and that would create more intimacy and that's that's not usually the case I have I think I don't think I've had any yet where it was like yeah that's gonna help I mean it does help it's a good thing but communicating that that's what you want is where it starts. It's always going to start with the self-awareness and the communication and using your words. I've been, if you were around me when my kids were really little, I said that a lot, like you use your words. And if you don't have the words yet, then just tell me to sit or just like, mom, I need you. Or I don't want to be, I want to be alone. Like we need to learn how to use our words. It is no one else's responsibility to know what you feel or what you need. You need to be the one to do that. 
and it helps to, that's going to create and ripple out between the two of you or between the, the family that you have or the business and employees that you have. And learning how to communicate is something that we do need to develop and it does take time and it does take practice. But as you develop it, it allows you to create that space continually again and again that allows you to have difficult conversations and to talk about bigger things and to talk about the hard stuff and talk about the uncomfortable stuff and learning to respect each other as sovereign beings so that when someone says, I'm not ready to talk about it, even if I feel ready to talk about it, but they don't, I need to learn how to, the part of communication is also respecting that and hearing their answer and hearing their response And I can ask questions to that. If someone says, I'm not ready to talk about it yet, I can ask better questions of, you know, can we sit together? Can, is there, can we talk tomorrow? Do you feel like we can talk in a couple of days? Can we check in in a couple of days? I can ask more questions to still allow those moments when we are trying to communicate together and they're still saying, like, I'm not, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. There are still moments of clarity that can happen between that that are about respecting the fact that the person said I'm not ready to talk about it yet Um, because it's often at least it wasn't I know I've experienced where Andrew would continue to pester me about stuff and it was like I'm I'm just not ready to talk about it yet Um, and he would never mean it in a wrong way you know typically the masculine energy likes to fix they like to come in and try and fix things and that's okay but he's going to keep trying to do what he thinks he needs to do until I voice something different and learning to respect what the other person has said and what they've asked for is it can be uncomfortable because it's going to again trigger our own filters trigger our own stuff and that's more to talk about so yeah communication is a long journey it's not a learn how to do it and you're done thing you're continually going to be confronted by things and asked about things and have to see things about yourself but it's a total game changer in creating what you want in your life in any area I talk a lot about it in in your relationship because I see a lot of people that that's what they're asking for and that's what they need support in but it's also true in your business it's also true in creating the money that you want you've got to be able to have the self-awareness and be able to speak it and say it you know in the wooery communities it's like you know casting your spell setting your intention in religious and spiritual communities it's that's your prayer or um you know writing on your vision board like you have to be able to communicate it you have to be able to ask for it it's a lot like going to a restaurant and trying to order off a menu without actually figuring out what you want off the menu like it's not going to happen you're not going to get what what you ultimately want so Communication is an important thing. It's an ongoing skill that we need to develop. The intention of communication is to create movement and space that gets you to a point of clarity between the two of you or between you and yourself. Um, And when you understand that and you get better at repeating things back to each other and you get better at speaking for yourself and using your voice again and you get better at asking more questions and you start to learn more about yourself and about whoever it is you're trying to communicate with, that's where the depth comes. That's where the connection and the intimacy comes from. That's where the space and the safety comes from and the development of a relationship. That's what creates it. So I would love to hear 
your thoughts on communication and what have you learned about communication and what do you feel about speaking about your emotions and your feelings and what were you taught? I know we're all, we're all raised in different ways. Um, I would love to hear from you on what your experiences have been and what, um, if any of this is helpful in helping you figure out how to communicate better with yourself or with your spouse or, or business in some way um, or friendships. Because um, I think it's important stuff and there's, there's a lot to it. I mean, I just spent five weeks with someone and that was a lot of what we were focusing on for those five weeks. And I still feel like there's more that we could dive into and develop. And like I said, it really is an ongoing thing that you're going to continue to have to develop, have to strengthen, have to practice. And yes, it feels really weird and really uncomfortable because it's something new. It's different. You wanted something different. Of course, it's going to feel different. So it's a wonky thing to all of a sudden be trying to communicate more with someone who maybe you haven't communicated the best with. But there's, it's never turned out bad. It's never been a bad thing to improve your communication between yourself and others. So um, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how this feels for you. And um, I'm not sure what the next message is going to be about, but I'm excited to keep sharing and keep talking. So let me know how you feel. Be fierce about who you are and what you desire in your life and embrace your truth. See ya. Thank you so much for listening on this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share, follow. You can contact me on Instagram or Facebook at K-E-L-L-Y-G-R-I-G-N-O-N. I'm always happy to receive messages and comments and questions. And I love to interact with all of you. You can follow along on my social media and I look forward to talking to you soon.